What's happening? It's your boy Onyx. It's 6 p.m. somewhere. 6.01 by my watch. What's happening? What's going down? It's that time again where you're with your boy here going full nerd. What's going on? So we're going to kind of talk about some cool stuff that went down this weekend. Some real smooth stuff done by Warner Brothers and DC Comics. DC Fandom. Let me tell you. Oh, did I break my phone? Nope. Oh, well. I ain't going to get that new note anyway. But anyway, let's get it on. We're going to talk a bit. Thoughts on DC fandom, a going full nerd perspective. Let me, let, let, let's get it right. It's a going full nerd perspective on DC fandom. I've watched it just like everybody else. As you see, I got my DC comic gear on. I got my Batman hat. I got my Superman shirt. And I'm ready to go. But first, we always have to go ahead and do it. It's the shameless plug. The shameless plug is necessary. Do I have sponsors? No, I do not. Therefore, I got to do the shameless plug because we've got to figure out how to get people watching. We got to figure out where to get people to locate your boy here at Going Full Nerd. So, as always, if you're watching here on YouTube, that's youtube.com slash goingfullnerd, please click the like button so I know you're here. Click the subscribe button so you can get notified each and every time I put up new material. Then, what you go ahead and do, I know a lot of people don't have time to sit in front of a computer, sit in front of someplace, and watch YouTube videos all day. But what you can go ahead and do is you could check out the podcast because all these episodes go to an audio podcast. So you don't get the sight gags, but you get all of these golden tones and you get to hear what I am talking about. Okay, and you could catch that on Pandora, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and the home of the podcast, anchor.fm slash going full nerd. Lastly, but not least, you can buy cool going full nerd gear and check out the latest in comic book news, see some press releases and information about comic books straight from the publishers themselves through your boy on goingfullnerd.com. I think I got the shameless plugs done. Shameless plugs are done. Now, let's get to talking about what we're going to talk about. And I know I'm going to tick some people off. It, it, it's what I do. It, it's part of 
don't if you can't say something nice about somebody, don't say it at all. Let me know because I'm gonna go ahead and say it. So I like to think that things were a lot simpler in the past. You know, and I do stand behind innovation and improvement. I, I really do like to move into the future. That's what I do. Okay. So I know everyone wants to know different opinions, different impressions on the announcements made in DC fandom. I know this. Okay. I know this. Okay. Now, here goes the key. Here goes the key. DC fandom. I, I, it's a wholesome concept. Great idea. I'm going to say it. Oh, and I forgot. Yes, we do have. Oh, the adult beverage. Okay. So th this is the thing. I ask that you would take my comments with a grain of salt. Let me, let me do it like, the, like oh boy, Salt Bay. All right. Take it with a grain of salt because I know there's going to be people that feel I am hating on DC Comics. People are going to feel I am hating on Detective Comics. That's what they're called. I don't know why we call them DC Comics because the name is DC Detective Comics. So is it Detective Comics Comics? Uh, anyway, but go ahead. So that is very far from the truth. Very far from the truth. Because what I do with DC Comics is I actually hold them at a higher standard than I do everyone else. And if you've watched and listened to the things that I've done, you know, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to say that I hold them to a higher standard because they did not have such a rough road into other media. Yes, I'm going to go ahead and say it like that. Remember, if you've been watching the channel, you've heard me say this before. DC Comics has never had to sell their characters to other production companies to make film. DC Comics has never had to give up the rights to Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern. They've never had to do that. Okay? So it is fair and only fair that I hold them to a higher standard than any other comic book company and their trek into other media. And I'm going to just leave it at that. So when you are considered the elder statesman of comic books, as DC Comics is, okay, you've got to be held to a higher standard, and I expect them to conduct themselves as the elder state. That's, so that's, that's my disclaimer for this whole thing. Because some people think I'm going to be hating, and I'm not hating. I'm just stating facts. Hashtag facts. Ooh, that's right. I'm vengeance. <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute. So, First of all, DC Fandom. What do I consider DC Fandom? DC Fandom was a big F-U. It was a giant F-U to San Diego Comic-Con. I, I mean, in all honesty, 
let's let's put it out there. Let's throw it on the table. Okay. Because traditionally, both DC and Marvel, Warner Brothers and Disney, both find a way to present all of their hot new stuff at Hall H at San Diego Comic-Con. All right. Even with this year's COVID concerns, this is not the first year that Warner Brothers, DC Comics, Marvel, Disney, all of them said F you to San Diego Comic-Con. All right. They did their own thing. They're doing their own stuff. All right. I talked about San Diego Comic-Con a couple of weeks ago. They had some serious hiccups. They had some technical difficulties. Hang in there, San Diego. Hang in there. You were the gold standard for so long. But these media companies are like, yo, we could do this shit on our own. I'm sorry. It is what it is. So let's go. This is becoming more and more commonplace now. Let's, let's, in the age of COVID, we all go in virtual. It is what it is. All right. But, you know, this isn't the first time they pulled out. <laughs> you know, they, they ain't like the dude at the club, you know, three in the morning, finally get the hook up. He drunk and he don't pull out. <laughs> they pulled out. They just didn't do it. So, you know, it's the deal. Warner Brothers and AT&T threw their wallet on the table and said, screw you, San Diego Comic-Con. We got this. We going to do just like Disney did. We going to do this. We going to throw it on the table. And oh, by the way, we going to one-up Disney. We going to make this free for everybody. Throw it on the table. Boom. We got the cojones here. That's what Warner Brothers, AT&T, and DC Comics did with DC fandom. I'm just going it out there. Second thing, since this was first announced, okay, I'm going to be honest. I was super hype about DC fandom at first. When they started talking about DC fandom, I'm not going to let anybody think that, you know, I'm always a downer when it comes to DC material. Okay, I'm not everybody going to think, let everybody think I'm a downer. Okay, I'm not always hating on DC material, but I was hyped when it first came out. I was like, hell yeah. Okay, this is going to be interesting. You know, you know, modern problems deserve modern solutions. We're going to rock and see what's going on with this. Okay. But just before this actually launches. There was a ton of negative news and a hierarchy shakeup over at DC Comics. I'm like, well, damn, couldn't y'all have waited till after Fandom? You know, and it, it made DC Fandom and, you know, seem a little bit ill-timed, okay? It seemed, it seemed ill-timed. You know, we're going to do a celebration of new releases. We're going to do a celebration of what makes... DC Comics, the elder statesman of the comic book industry, but we're going to do it right after we laid off a bunch of jokers at the you know comic book company proper. We're going to do it after we'd have fired a bunch of people. Yo, that, if that ain't cold, ooh, got to chill up my spine. Is Mr. Freeze in this piece? I mean, I got to chill up my spine. But you know, it just felt like they say, like, oh, here's all our great new shit. And, oh, hey, you guys over there, you can file for unemployment, though. <laughs> that, that's how it felt. 
Okay. They, you know, so, you know, I see where they got the money to go all in because they fired a bunch of jokers. But, you know, I, I really hope that all those individuals affected by the layoffs over at Warner Brothers, DC Comics, I really hope, really, really hope that they continue in the industry and do their things. It is what it is. You know, that's life. Businesses are affected by COVID one way or the other, whether it's the movie industry, video game industry, television, comic books, and the such. It is what it is. Okay. I work with people dealing with employment all the time. Nobody asks for these problems. So, you know, you just got to kind of work your way through it. But it did seem kind of ill time. But outside of all of that, let's talk about DC Fandome and what I consider the top 10 announcements. The top 10 announcements from DC Fandome. And I'm going to add. The going full nerd salt on top to season it for you. So let me go ahead and take a sip of my adult beverage. Mm. And let's get started. Now, I'm going to let you know, this is not in any type of ranking order. I'm just listing them out. Okay. You can rank these announcements for yourself. All right. You can rank it for yourself. It is what it is. To any of my... People that I chat with offline, if they want to bring up the fact that, you know, Black Nerd on YouTube and all these jokers did this stuff yesterday while it was going on, screw y'all. I don't care. I wanted to absorb it. I wanted to watch this stuff twice so I can give you an honest, good, thoroughly thought out opinion. That's how I roll. I don't need to be first. I just need to be the best. So let me go ahead and throw it out here. First thing, let's talk the Gotham Knights announcement, okay? One of the biggest announcements, all right? This was one that video game and comic book fans waited for over a year. It, it's been announced for a while. Gotham Knights is a Warner Brothers game, Montreal, open world video game. Now, I watched the trailer, and the, the, the developers, they, they gave us a four-minute cinematic trailer introducing the playable characters, which include Batgirl, Robin, Nightwing, and Red Hood. I was hyped as hell watching it. I, I like video games. I am a player of the Arkham series video games, and watching this, the cinematics, along with the gameplay footage, was a good visual treat. Now, I'm going to throw out there. I'm going to throw it out there. This is a must-buy video game. And, and people who know me playing video games, screw them, okay? Screw them. I'm, I'm, to hell with Call of Duty. Activision could kiss my hairy tail. All the other BS I play, hands down, Gotham Knights looks so damn good. This outclasses in visual the Avengers game, which is releasing next week, okay? Or is it the week after? September 4th. It is outclassing that by miles, all right? And watching that trailer with the gameplay, okay? Watching that trailer with the cinematic footage and seeing at the end Seeing the introduction of the talents, ah, oh, 
Oh, I don't know. Man, I thought you knew. That's all I can say is I thought you knew. This is video gaming done correctly, folks. Gotham Knights will be a game on my list. Boom. That's all I got to say about that one. Check out the trailer. You can see it on YouTube. It is still smooth. Nice. Nice. Just watching Red Hood. Come on. Whoo. Batman's dead. Oh, man. That was on. It is on. It is on. Okay. So, here goes the next thing. And I know a few people are waiting to hear. <laughs> A few people are waiting me waiting to hear me talk about this. The second thing that I'm gonna look at is I'll talk about is Zack Snyder's Justice League trailer. Okay. Now, this was set to Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah. All right. The trailer for Zack Snyder's Justice League to all the Zack Snyder rights has finally arrived. Hallelujah. That's how it is, right? Now, here's the thing. The trailer ended up giving us a lot of new scenes, okay, that were not inside the theatrical release, okay? Cool. We already know this is going to be way to the side compared to the theatrical release. I'm going to be honest with you. You know, hey, it's superheroes. I like superheroes. You know, whether good, bad, or different, I love superheroes. But anyway. This was, I mean, we're going back to 2017 now. This stuff was filmed like maybe 2016, 2015. But anyway, there's no specific release date for it yet, but Snyder's version of the Justice League is going to hit HBO Max in 2021. We know that. It's going to air in four installments. Four. Brother Man from the Fifth Floor, four installments. Okay? Four one-hour-long installments. It's going to premiere like a series. It's going to be out there. Whoa. And then after they show all four hours, they're going to put it together as one big four-hour long video. Matter of fact, I'm going to go to the bathroom before I start watching it in its four-hour glory. Now, let's give you the going full nerd take. Mm. I'm going to go out here and I'm going to say, visually, I loved watching this trailer, okay? I'm going to tell you, visually, I love the edits and the composition of this trailer, okay? I was doing something else when it premiered, okay? I was doing something else when it premiered, and I was watching, okay? I didn't have the audio turned up. I looked at it and I watched it from start to finish. And I'm like, okay, these Zack Snyder people, <laughs> they, they on to something. This is looking awesome. Okay. I'm going to have to see. I'm going to have to turn the volume up when I get a break. And I'm going to go look at this. And then I turned it up and turned on the sound and heard the soundtrack and was like, what the fuck? Like, we're like, really? Like, like y'all could have got some original music, yo. Y'all could have did something else with the music. To me, the music did not fit the trailer. I expected 
a strong, epic, smack-you-in-the-face thing. Instead, what I got was rehashed music from Watchmen. Zach, work with me here, bro. You made something that looks good visually. I am all into it visually. I'm like, in the back of my mind, I'm hearing some dramatic overtone boom. Hallelujah. Yo, Hallelujah has played in Watchmen. Hallelujah has played in Shrek. Shrek 2, I think it was, if I remember correctly. I'm not hating. I'm not hating. I just dislike the choice of music for something that looked so good. I said it. I went back and forth online with my man, Damon. I went back and forth online and I said, you know what? <laughs> it felt like a gloat by them playing Hallelujah. Give me some different music, folks. Give me some different music. Now, don't say you cannot say that I don't like Zack Snyder. I love 300. I loved Watchmen. Okay. Didn't love Man of Steel. It is what it is. I didn't love Batman versus Superman. I liked superheroes. I mean, it's, it is what it is. I like superheroes. I mean, but I love some of his work. So I can't, I can't, there's no hate here, but that just felt like a nana nana boo boo moment <laughs> when they did the trailer. But that's okay. That's okay. Warner Brothers is acknowledging their fuck up from 2017. Okay. But I do have to say, this is not the second coming, folks. This is not the second coming. Let's hope for a good four-hour movie. <laughs> Get your popcorn ready, folks, because I got my HBO Max and I'm ready to watch it. I just need them to make, be very careful with the soundtrack. Be very careful. Because the soundtrack can make or break a movie as a whole. And, you know, I, I, it is what it is. Anyway, let's move on because we gotta we we gotta get our time right. We gotta get our time right. So let's throw this out here. Number three, we got the first look at Robert Pattinson's uh in the Batman. Okay. Director Matt Reeves, star Robert Pattinson, brought the official trailer for Batman to Fandom. Yes, it hit it. Okay. Trailer sets up Gotham City riddled with crime. You see what I did there? Okay. With Bruce Wayne trying to figure out his place in all of it. Okay, so we got an early career Batman here. All right, which is cool. Now, we got inside of it, we got Zoe Kravitz showing up as Catwoman in there. You got uh, Jeffrey Wright, you know, the black James Gordon. Okay, okay, and got a few things. Now, I'm going to go and say, all Twilight jokes aside, this looks like a solid thriller from the trailer. I'm, I'm actually digging this. Okay. Batman seems a little extra brutal, but hey, shit, this is early Batman. I'm sure early Batman was. I'm, I'm digging it. I'm digging it. I'm digging it so far. Okay. But with the Riddler looking like the main antagonist, I'm going to say this film has now moved to my we got to see this list. All right. I got to say we got to see this. And the reason why is because I think I might like it. I might like it. I, I, I have my doubts about Twilight Sparkly Batman. But I might like this from the way I looked at it. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. So time's going to tell. 
Although, I'm not liking the look of Bruce Wayne. I mean, Robert Pattinson's hair just isn't doing it for me. But the Batman costume itself looks way better than the tease that they did. Okay? I'm going to say it. The costume looks better than the teaser that they introduced. I will give it that. And yes, I'm going to go ahead and say, I kind of dug his Batman voice with the, who are you? I'm vengeance. Oh, that was kind of tight. That was kind of tight. I mean, it, 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 was, it was smooth. Let me hold on. Let me try it again. Let me see. Is my Batman voice good? I'm vengeance. How was my Batman voice? Was my Batman voice in there? Was it? Was it? Yeah, no. Okay. Whatever, folks. But that looks like it's going to be a must watch, and I'm digging it. I'm digging it. I'm digging it. Let's jump back to the video game front. Video game front. Suicide Squad kills the Justice League. Ooh, Rocksteady Studios. These are the people behind um, the Arkham City game. Okay? I, the ones I play. All right? I'm going to throw this out here. This new action game. Starring the infamous supervillain team, the Suicide Squads, and it's supposed to be set in the Arkham series of games universe. Digging that. Digging that. Now, how they do it, I don't know. I don't know. I don't see the exact connection, but hey, it's all good. Uh, the cinematic trailers they gave look good. There was no actual gameplay footage, but another awesome looking video game. This is going to launch in 2022 so we got to wait a long time for this we got a whole other year of development but it's supposed to release on pc playstation 5 and the new xbox series x <sighs> hey warner brothers another fucking awesome looking video game all i gotta say is is to my people at marvel and disney i'm gonna say this this is how it's supposed to be when it comes to video games can I get a decent Marvel fucking video game? Pardon my language, okay? Can we get one? This looks like I will be spending a number of hours on it doing my thing. It's got me thinking maybe I should start a gaming channel in 2021 playing superhero games. What y'all think? Y'all think that's something? Let me know in the comments, not in the chat, but in the comments if I should start a superhero video game channel. That might be kind of cool. But anyway, let's move on. Coming in next is the Wonder Woman 1984. The early uh, trailers for this introduced Cheetah. This one, hey, it's looking hot, y'all. It's looking real good. When I say again, it's going to be looking real good. Um, coolest part of the trailer was finally the cheetah reveal. I, I kind of dig that. Maybe I think they did some post-production stuff after they saw what happened in Cats. <laughs> okay? Uh, after what happened in Cats, uh, I could dig the way Cheetah is. Um, I think this is going to be a solid sequel. Most movies drop in their second outing. I mean, but I think we're going to know this is going to be kind of a banger. I mean, it hurts it, the fact that it's releasing so late you know, it was originally supposed to be out months ago. And I think that a lot of people may be getting over the 1980s throwback thing that kind of started with uh, Stranger Things and all that. But hey, I think Wonder Woman is still going to be a banger. 
it's going to make the money, whether they choose to do box office, pay-per-view, however it ends up hitting. But, you know, hey, it's Wonder Woman. It's a superhero flick. Your boy is in on it, and your boy is going to be there. Now let's talk the next film, Suicide Squad with James Gunn. Okay. Suicide Squad with James Gunn. Boom. They revealed the whole roster of villains. You know, they did the roll call thing. They did a behind the scenes thing. They let y'all see your boy John Cena playing Peacemaker. Why do we always got to compare characters from different universes? I mean, he did not need to talk about Peacemaker as a douchey Captain America. It was it was useless doing that. I, I know Peacemaker. Peacemaker's a character that was bought by DC Comics when Charles, Charlton Comics went out of business. You know, they picked up things like Captain Adam, Blue Beetle, Peacemaker, you know, uh, Judo Master. Oh, did not want to do that. Got a little technical. Got a little technical difficulty. Sorry about that. But didn't want to lose out on that. So that's cool, though. That's cool. But what I'm going to go ahead and say is this. This looks good. And I'm going to say, no, Mr. Entanglement is not going to be in it. But what I am going to say is this. I'm going to watch this movie not because there's humor. Not because there's Margot Robbie as... Harley Quinn, we're going to keep getting her as long as she's going to make these films. But what I'm going to say is, is I can't wait to see how they're going to kill off Pete Davidson. He annoys me for some reason. I don't know what it is. He annoys me. I can't wait to see how they off him in Suicide Squad. It is. I mean, I can't wait. It's going to be cool. So it is what it is. You know, so. You know, hey, I can't wait to see it. You know, they did Hangman bad in the first Suicide Squad. So I know James Gunn got a sense of humor. So he's really going to go because they got a real eclectic group of supervillains. They grabbed some of the furthest reaches inside of the DC library to get us some of these trashy supervillains. Polka dot man? Really? Really? <laughs> you know, I'm like, hey, <laughs> vermin? <laughs> really? I know those are gonna catch hell and be gone by about 15 minutes into the movie. 15 minutes. They look crazy. But anyway, let's go. Let's go. Continuing on. You know, they show some preview art, the flash, talking about his new costume. They're talking about um the Flashpoint movie. I know we're gonna get Ben Affleck in the Pat Flashpoint movie. That announcement came out. That's cool. They're also talking about we're gonna have Michael Keaton. So we're gonna have Various Batman, Batmen inside of the Flashpoint movie. Ezra Miller is still going to be the Flash. And um, that's really all it is. They, say, they show some, pre, um, some art that's supposed to show a new costume designed by Bruce Wayne, quote unquote, for the movie. More sleeker, less bulkier than what was in Justice League. That's cool. But hopefully Ezra, Ezra Miller can keep his job, and he's not choking fans in his spare time. Uh, did we ever get a resolve to that? Did did that fan deserve to be choked, or was he just anyway? Whatever. Let me know what's going down on that one. Now we also got a couple of things. We got a series update. 
Uh, Neil Gaiman's Sandman series is still happening on Netflix. Um, production issues through the COVID-19. Okay, I'm cool. It is what it is. Um, if the show is interesting as Lucifer, which is another title, which is on Netflix from DC, from Warner Brothers, uh, it was another Vertigo line. I would love to see Sandman. I would also love to see uh, their version of Death. Um, that would be cool. Uh, hey, let's get more of the Vertigo characters on television. That's a good tangent. I like that. More adult. Hey, it's me. I like those cerebral type things. Make you think. Also with my mindless comedy and stuff like that. So that's going to be kind of cool. Now, to me, these were... I know I said I didn't do these in any particular order, but to me, these are the two biggest announcements um, that a lot of fans were waiting on. First of all, being a first look at Dwayne Johnson and Black Adam. We've been getting The Rock announced as Black Adam for years. We're finally going to get him in it. All right. The video gave uh, animation stills, production, not production uh, storyboards drawn by Boss Logic. If you go on Twitter, if you go on the internet, Google him, Boss Logic, great artist. I love it. The whole storyboard and animated scenes where they drew rock, drew the rock, drew Dwayne Johnson. Awesome. Please do not let Kevin Hart anywhere near this film. Okay. Do not let him get a cameo and throw this off in any way. You know, you had Dwayne Johnson talking about he was going to throw down with Henry Cavill's Superman. I could dig that. That's going to be something. All right. Now, here goes the thing. I love the fact they're going to do him as an anti-hero. That is cool. All right. But what I like most about the Black Adam reveal is that they're going to have members of the JSA. For those of you uninitiated to comic books, that's the Justice Society of America. Yes, Hawkman, Dr. Fate, Cyclone, Adam Smasher, they're going to incorporate those guys in it. Yes, that is what is going to make that movie fire. The only other thing that I could ask and pray for is that the Rock plays this 100% serious. Please, please, please leave comedy out of Black Adam. No room for joking. I need this to be serious. Let the comedy hit when Black Adam meets Shazam. That's where comedy should play a role. But if this is going to be a Black Adam solo film, play it 100% serious. Please, I beg of you, if there's any comedy in this, save it for an end credit scene leading into Shazam 2. Enough said. Now, here goes the best. Because they had a surprise panel on DC FanDome that was really true to my heart. Okay? They pulled out Milestone Comics co-founder, Dennis Cowan. Everybody knows that Dwayne McDuffie passed away a number of years ago, and he was one of the co-founders of Milestone Comics. 
These are the comics under the DC imprint that gave us Static Shock, that gave us Icon, that gave us Zombie, that gave us the fictional series of the fictional city of Dakota. Okay? This was a 100% ethnic superhero comic book line in the DC universe known as Earth M for Milestone. They are bringing the Dakota universe back. That is a quote from the new chief over at DC Comic Books, Jim Lee. Now, I'm going to throw it out here. This was created by a group of black artists. It was created by a group of black writers. Okay. It had black, Asian, Latino, and white superheroes of all pretty much they reflected the world that we're seeing today whether whether we like it or not okay so i can't wait to see milestone comics come back all right now they're talking about introducing new characters to this i really hope that they keep the what i'm gonna say the, the heart of Milestone. They keep the flavor of Milestone comics. They keep the spirit of the original Milestone comics out there. I mean, for those of you who've never picked up a Milestone comic book, please try to find some, pick them up. These stories were great, okay? You know, the artwork, the, the stories, they may not have been up to, quote-unquote, a lot of people's standards, but you know what? It meant something back then, and it meant a lot to a lot of kids who did not have representation inside of the books that they loved. I mean, I grew up reading Superman, Batman, Spider-Man, the Hulk, Thor, Captain America, the X-Men, you know, and things like that. And a lot of them were, you know, they didn't look like me. Superheroes didn't reflect me. but I was a strong enough-willed individual to know that, okay? There's a lot of people who don't, okay? And there's a lot of people that the representation does matter for them. And you know what? Sometimes you got to give it to them, all right? We're not pandering. We're not catering. We're just going to show the world a little bit more like what it is when you walk outside the front door. And that's all. So fans could look forward to seeing the milestone stuff i am 100 percent looking for it uh they got online on comiXology um other digital platforms if you got an amazon kindle you can check out some of the milestone books uh you can go to your local comic book shop order some online find them trust me they're worth the read and i can't wait to see what they do especially since they're bringing back static static was really what brought it into the mainstream um it was pretty cool um Reginald Hudlin, Phil Lamar, he was the voice of Static in the cartoon series. Um, hey, that was a that was a cool panel. I, I liked it. They they kind of pulled it out of their hat. Good job. But that was DC Fandom in the niche. It was a good, very very good thing. And you know what? I'm gonna pretty much call this DC Week on Going Full Nerd. So as you could tell, I kind of went over my time. I went longer than I usually do. But what I'm going to go ahead and say is this. Hey, 
check out the reviews that I'm dropping this week. They're already scripted. I'm going to be looking the exact same way because I'm aware of the exact same thing when I record these. They're going to hit the podcast on anchor.fm slash going full nerd first. We're going to talk about the Deathstroke. Knights and Dragons. I'm going to give you a review of that. The audio podcast is going to hit on that. And Fresh, just watched it today. You're going to get the review of Superman Man of Tomorrow, the latest Warner Brothers animation dealing with Superman, especially after their successful run that ended with Justice League Apocalypse War. But anyway, your boy is done. It is what it is, folks. Remember, you can call the call-in number. Leave me a message. I'd love to play some of your comments on air next time before we get started next week. And anyway, as I always say, if you can't say something nice about somebody, don't say anything at all. Let me say it. Peace, y'all. And I'm out of here. Let me hit that funky outro music. Oh, my gosh. Woo. It gets crazier and crazier every day. But here we go. And I'm still fly, folks. Peace, y'all. And I'm out again. I'm still fly, I know. I'm still fly. I'm still fly. Let's go.